the antidote. 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 You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck. I'm Dave Hawkins, and you've connected to The Antidote. Regular listeners know that I'm on a fairly long vacation, so I decided to dig into The Antidote archives to bring in a few favorite episodes from the past. So this edition of The Antidote is actually an old edition. A decade ago, I got in touch with Eric O'Young of Future of Forestry for this talk about his creative alternative indie rock. Enjoy what's coming.
This is The Antidote with Dave Hawkins, Abram Hawkins, and a visitor to The Antidote, Alec Malcolmson, who's going to be helping me out on the mic tonight. Our opening track came from the San Diego-based alt-rock band Future of Forestry, who is our feature artist for the night. I've always been intrigued by the beautiful instrumentation found with the Future of Forestry and the vocal style offered up by Eric O'Young. Eric and I caught up with each other for a conversation on Skype a few weeks ago and spent some time talking about the music from Future of Forestry. You'll be hearing segments of that interview tonight. Well, let's get some music started. Alec, can you cue up our next track? Sure, Dave. The new Future of Forestry album includes this song, titled Someone. We'll get into the first segment of the interview with Eric O'Young.
The Antidote is here with Eric O'Young of the band Future of Forestry. Eric, thanks for sharing your time with The Antidote. Yeah, it's great to be here, Dave. Thanks for having me. I understand that you adopted the name Future of Forestry from a poem by C.S. Lewis. How was it that this poem was such an inspiration for you? Um, well, in the beginning, it was just kind of a cool sound. The future of forestry is uh, just kind of rolls off the tongue. And um, it was actually the title of a C.S. Lewis poem that he wrote about a scenario in which uh, England has cut all of their trees down, and it's the future, and nobody knows what a tree is anymore. And he kind of describes the, the kids wandering around saying, what was autumn? Uh, because no no one knows anymore what trees uh, were like and and uh, what they looked like and how they contributed to people's lives. It's been a little bit of a um, relevant subject, being that these days um, we rarely see a beautiful sunset or, or scenery without having to take out our iPhones and take pictures of it and send it to our friends, and most often we just see it on a computer screen. And so um, we live a little bit like that, and so it kind of seemed like a relevant topic. Sadness and rhyme, these are the times, these are the memories. And we find a way, pushing through the day. Speak to me gently Can you just feel the time Falling from some place new Can you just feel the sign Though it's for you Though it's for you And there you can hear a whispering tear 
heart speaks into our loneliness Can you just feel the Gently from Future of Forestry's 2006 album, Twilight. Your breakthrough was your debut album, Twilight. And that album was really quite an eye-opener for uh, listeners used to the typical music offered by Christian artists. But was this true to your vision, or was this part of the record label of Credential also influencing that? A lot of times I don't necessarily have a vision of who the album is going out to. And I know record labels like to have that. Managers like to have that. Um, all the people whose job it is to get the album out, they like to have that. But sometimes from the artist's perspective, it's just making music. And so for me, um, I didn't care a whole lot whether the audience was Christian or not Christian. I just wanted to make good music and I wanted to get it out there and I wanted it to be honest. Well, to follow up in that same vein now, it's been said that Christians produce bad art. Do you feel there's any truth to that statement? You know, I think the sad thing is is there's bad art in every genre of music. So um, I know that Christian music gets a bad rap for it. Yet at the same time, I have definitely got my feet wet in the Christian industry and have found a lot of really bad musicians. So um, (laughs) I I don't want to pick on Christian music, but yet... To be honest, I don't listen to a whole lot of Christian music because uh, a lot of it is kind of regurgitated music that is just trying to be like a lot of pop music out there. It's definitely tough to find good Christian music, and you got to do a lot of searching, and you got to spend a lot of time. True enough. Okay, so if you're not listening to Christian artists, who are you listening to right now? Who's playing in the van as you're going venue to venue? Oh, I'm listening to everything. I mean... Um, it's been a good 25 years that I've been listening to U2, um, so that's kind of been at the backbone of, of who I've listened to, but as time has gone on, I've listened to everything from Radiohead to Jeff Buckley and other indie artists that I've been into that, um, you know, obscure bands that nobody had heard of, and and then just mellow artists like Alison Krauss and things where I don't have to sit down and analyze all the music, but just love listening to her voice and, and beautiful songs. Thank you. 
2009 and 2010 saw the release of Future Forestry's travel series of EPs. Can you describe this project and how the three releases relate to one another? Well, the travel series was a very organic process because I didn't kind of create the entire series in my head and then write them. Um, It was more that I started writing them and they started developing on their own and I enjoyed that process. So... There is a, a, a definitely a variety between them. Um, I'll start with the similarities, though. The similarity is that I, I wrote the first travel album and the song called Traveler's Song. 
And I like the idea of traveling through life because the chorus says, you will feel it all, the brightest and the darkest. And so it's like life and all of its ups and downs and all of its dark and, and bright. Um, it, that's what life is. It's those, it's those extreme experiences. And I wanted to capture that in some songs. And so I said, well, why don't I write you know, three albums in a series called Travel? So how they differed is um, each one had its own mode of travel. The first one was traveling through the air. And so uh, the cover is Amelia Earhart, uh, you know, flight scene with uh, you know, a girl standing in front of an airplane. And the second one is traveling through the sea. It's kind of an old Art Deco style girl standing in front of a big ship. And then the last one is kind of a 1960s feel of a girl standing in front of a, uh, a car. And uh, so each one has its mode of travel, and I tried to reflect that mode of travel by the sounds that are, are happening on the album.
from the first EP of the Travel Series, and now a song that will forever be on my favorite song list, from Travel Number 2, Hills of Indigo Blue.
future of forestry features a really diverse range of instruments in its songs. Do you plan your songs with those instruments in mind, or is it more instinctive? I would definitely say it's more instinctive, but at the same time, when I surround myself with the number of instruments, that tends to be what gets on the album. So if I place myself in a room, uh, often with a vibraphone um, or a glockenspiel, a harmonium, those are some of the typical things I surround myself with. They tend to just make their way onto the album, whatever kind of fits the mood of the song. Eric, you're the sole full-time member of Future Forestry, so how do you gather other musicians to participate on both recordings and on tour? In the beginning, it was kind of difficult because, uh, you know, finding those musicians uh, to invest in that, uh, you know, I didn't have a whole lot to give them um, other than, hey, I think I got a cool idea. Um, But now Future Forestry is kind of built an identity and um, a lot of musicians in the past few years have really been drawn to the creative process and the sounds that have been created so now for them it's something that they're excited about and so it's a nice phase of future forestry to be drawing some fantastic musicians to the band to either tour or to record on albums so close so far by future of forestry
This is Eric with Future of Forestry, and you're listening to The Antidote. You've been tired, been told, been scolded. I want to reach you, I want to reach you. You've been strong, been bold, been molded. I want to reach you, I want to reach you.
future Forestry's latest release, Young Man Follow, seems to offer a more simplified musical approach in comparisons to some of your previous releases. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, it is, and I'm glad that you picked up on it. And um, that was kind of the approach that I wanted to take. I um, I read a blog of another artist saying, talking about making songs that they they love forever and that they would want to listen to. And I just like, I just thought that was a great idea, which might sound silly because of course you would want to listen to music that you make. But a lot of times, artists make music just to simply be creative and just to push themselves. And as the travel series developed. I think each one consecutively kind of pushed to a different level of creativity, which I enjoyed. Um, but after doing that series, I kind of wanted to step back and say, I just want the most important thing on this album to be the songs, not the creativity, not just trying to come up with a different sound or something, but a song that somebody can take home with them and love for a long time. Can we talk a little bit about the lyrics of the title track from the new album, Young Man Follow? Can you give us your inspiration for writing this song? Yeah, the idea of Young Men Follow is really about looking for people in our lives that we look up to. And, um, you know, depending on how old you are, um, you know, a lot of people find themselves trying to figure out how to live their lives and trying to figure who who they want to be. And uh, one of the most amazing things is to actually have another person in your life that you can go, you know what, I, I want to be like them. You know, of course, you'll be different, but they're living and and they have a value system and a faith system and and the way that they treat people and the way that they love others. And you want to be like that. And um, for me, that that was what that subject was. It was about looking and searching for those people to follow after. And have you had an older mentor like that in your life? You know, I've never had like um, the official mentor, but I've had a lot of people that I look up to, and a lot of what this album was about is actually my father-in-law, um, who lives in Albuquerque, and um, I look up to him, and he's become a really important figure in my life when I'm kind of going through dark times or or whatever decision-making processes, and and just need to kind of have a helping hand and someone that I can I follow after. These are days of turning We will call and call out For the saints of this world oh, For the changing We rise, we seek them For the prophets to call out into the world oh, We ignite Yesterday fell into an age ago 
Young Man Follow, and now listen up to Feeling. Come home again 
Still she leaves with a kiss Her heart won't rest Though she gives it her best In the middle end The two are one Living life on the run But where they run They make each other their home In the middle land Oh I'm feeling tuned into The Antidote, where we play exceptional artists who share a Christian worldview. Alec, your first night on radio. Stuck on the mic. What do you think? Well, I was a little nervous at first, but uh, I hope I managed. Yeah, I didn't see any sweat dripping down your brow and off the tip of your beard. So graphic. No, it was all internal. Think you'd actually come back and do it all over again? Funny enough, I'd love to. Okay, we're going to go back to the task at hand here and finish up tonight. Alec, can you fill us in on what we have left? Here's the last part of the discussion with Future Forestry's Erico Young, and then we'll finish with Love, Beer Mantra. If you could provide a single defining statement to describe Future Forestry, what would it be? Well, the last song on the uh, Young Men Follow album is Love, Beer Mantra. So I think that sums it up pretty much in that one statement, a mantra being kind of the way you live your life and, and the belief system that drives you. I've seen and been a part of a lot of people getting hurt. And, um, you know, being that this, this radio station is considering kind of people of all faiths and yet is taking a somewhat odd approach to Christianity, saying, you know, talking about Christian music not sucking. Uh, which I think is kind of funny, but um, you know, in that in that world, I have seen a lot of people hurt, and myself have been hurt, and um, I've realized that my job in this life is to love others, and of anything that I have to offer, that um, 
that's pretty much what I am and, and what I can offer. Eric, I have to thank you for your visit with The Antidote and sharing your artistry. Absolutely, Dave, and uh, I'd be happy to uh, chat with you guys uh, at any time. Before we hear tonight's final song from Future of Forestry, I'll let you know that Eric O'Young is still busy in the music scene. Since that 2013 talk, the band has delivered four full-length releases. There's another band who's still making music, and that's Striper. Hell, <laughs> love him or hate him. Next week, you'll hear The Antidote's visit with Michael Sweet. For tonight, let's close up with Future Forestry's Love Be Your Mantra. See you next time. Tasted great.